Welcome to the Enlighten Up Podcast. I am your host, Nicole Frolic, and I invite you to cozy up with me each week as I explore all aspects of the spiritual journey, spiritual biohacking, and expanding the mind beyond this reality. Remember that the collective awakening can start by planting one seed. So thanks for being such an amazing audience and sharing these shows with your family and friends. So without further ado, let's jump right into the episode and find out what we're discovering today. Welcome back to the Enlighten Up podcast, everyone. I hope you're ready for a fantastic show. I am so excited for my guest tonight. Uh, we are going to be doing a wing activation, which we're going to get into a little bit later. So please do not leave before the end of the show because we're going to go through a beautiful activation and then we're going to take some questions. But please let me introduce you to my guest, Consuelo Casati. She is an international teacher, intuitive healer, and author who has created her own healing modality called Karmic Clearing. She's also trained in QHHT. She's a level two dedicated practitioner and spontaneous remission and is an RTT, which is rapid transformational therapy practitioner so that she can offer her clients a variety of different healing tools. And I want to say that I personally received a karmic clearing session from Consuelo and her accuracy is bar none, bar none guys. Like she's the real deal for sure. So I'm excited. Consuelo, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Nicole. I really appreciate you inviting me to be a speaker tonight. Uh, can you hear me nice? Yes. Yeah, it's just your microphone keeps banging up against, um, I think, okay. your beautiful ju- your beautiful jewelry. Okay, I'm going to keep it inside my jewelry, so it's going to be hide, Yeah, hide okay. it inside. That might be okay. a little bit better. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay. Um, Well, welcome and thank you so much for being here. I'm really excited for what we're going to talk about because I think it's going to be really helpful for everyone in the audience. Uh, We're going to get into karmic cycles, um, why we repeat things, how to stop repeating certain things and a lot of different um, other stuff. But first, I'd love to hear about your story because, you know, I being in this in the industry, in the spiritual industry, and, and having my show, I've had tons of guests on, an amazing guest. But I have to say, Consuelo, you're right up at the top with those who I've worked with who really delivers well beyond what I was expecting. So tell me, um, where, when did your gifts really come online and, and, and how did that all start for you? Uh, first of all, let me say, uh, okay, I'm from Italy, and uh, I was born as an empathic, uh, very intuitive, sensitive child. So all my life, I remember to go in a restaurant and feeling tension around and figuring out who is who, so whatever. So it was like I was picking information and, and feelings about other people. And I always say that what saved me in a certain way is because, uh, contrary, uh, you know, we were schizophrenic children. Sometimes they listen too many information and they don't understand when it belongs to them, when it belongs to others. And for what I remember, I always felt when it was about me and when it was about somebody else. This saved me a lot. So I was always asking myself, okay, two minutes before, you know, two minutes before I was doing fine, so it's not me. So this helped me to keep a little distance between my emotion and other people's emotion. And this is very important for people to know. Every time when you are very intuitive and sensitive, when you feel something, please ask yourself, what is going on with me? Because something is not right, okay, but otherwise you are 
picking up information on feelings for others. So this was my journey. I started very young to feel everything. And the age of 15, my mom felt that uh, I was more into meditation. So she sent me to a certain group to meditate. And uh, I started to see, see like uh, in my serene, relaxing scene, instead of just relax and feel the flowers and the air and the sun, I started to see this past life, like movies. And like, so, at the beginning, they told me, oh, you are so full of fantasy. And I thought, okay, one time could be. But, you know, it became again and again. And I started to notice some people in that scene that I know in this lifetime. And I was just 15 years old. I have no clue about so much history. And they talk different languages. And I thought, what is going on? So I started to search more. And I realized that I was going to what they call Akashic Record. At the time, I just closing my eyes and going and come back and tell my friends, oh, you were in the lifetime with me. We're doing this business together. Oh, no, no, no. We have nothing to do together. Like, so this was me at 15 years old because at that age, you feel empowered to do everything and everything becomes easy and, and simple to do it, right? So this is my beginner, my beginner. And uh, what is about, you know, people always say, I would love to be like you. And I say, you know, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> because what's happened when you start to see some past life, you don't see always the past life when you're a princess and everybody was nice to you and everything was fine. Or you're a male because we change sex based on the purpose of our lifetime. Sometimes we need to have a powerful rule, so we choose to be a male in certain society or female. It depends. So I'm telling you, uh, I saw myself killing other people, killing families, children, and doing stuff that I'm not sure how many people will go through this vision, you know, because unless you understand that this is something that you experience and it's part of your soul, so you can learn the compassion and you can learn how to put yourself in the shoes of somebody else. And so imagine me seeing myself doing incredible things and uh, sometimes not very, very, very nice to people. And But I was okay. So what I'm saying is, uh, it takes a while for people to understand that you can be somebody very bad in a certain lifetime, but because you are learning and you are experiencing, and uh, and sometimes you need this to understand more the other side. So you need to look at this with compassion and uh, and understand that we are part of everything. So is how you can understand more. Um, I can make an example. I never mm -hmm. figured out when I was young, every time we see a woman with a belly, you know, pregnant woman with a big belly. And it was a time where everybody put a shirt and the belly was out and, I, you know, and I always felt that was so wrong because this woman didn't protect her belly. And I always saw knife or stuff coming to the belly. And I thought, what's wrong with me? So I shift every time this memory because I thought, this is not right to do it. And finally, one, uh, and I always were afraid of ghosts when I was young. I never figured out why, because I don't recall an experience in this lifetime. So finally, one, one lifetime, I saw one lifetime where I was a kind of a warrior, kind of Genghis Khan, kind of big guy, very male, very strong. And I have a problem. I cannot have a children. So my first wife, you know, every time they accuse the woman that 
very not good enough. The men were always good, you know. So I was accusing my wife and she was not good enough. So I sent her away. I was able to do it. And I was one of the more important warriors. So everybody expected some child from me, like some children from me. Like, you need to have children because you're so good. You know, so you need to give it to the village, our, you know, children. And the second wife, when I realized that something was wrong with me, probably, I kill her and I, I hate the body because I don't want the villagers to know that it was me, the problem. And so every time I was going to battle and attacking villages, to me, I was so mad that every time I saw a pregnant woman, I was killing the woman and the child. And so can you imagine me see myself, but I'm vegetarian, okay? I put the spider outside the house doing this incredible, terrible thing to children and pregnant women, it was quite, quite undertaking, okay, yeah. pretty overwhelming. So uh, I end up in a lifetime in a very in strange way because every night I was going to bed and I, I felt that uh, they hunted me. So I felt the ghost of these children, this woman, they hunted me at night so I cannot find a peace and I went crazy. And I found the dead in the battle, but really I was looking for someone to kill me, please. Take it, you know, because I want to stop this because it was literally taking me completely out so, of my mind. Sorry, so her her ghost after you killed her mm -hmm. was haunting you even mm -hmm. on the battlefield. Yes, so it was wow. like in my and so it seems like a, a maybe my sense of guilty. Who knows? But the combination of a sense of guilty and uh, and the fact that I did something very bad, it chased me and uh, it took me to a place where I become completely cuckoo crazy and. Uh, I found death in a battle, thank God. But you know, the, what is very interesting, after I saw this past life, my fear about the pregnant woman or the ghost disappeared because I finally found the cause. So it's amazing how much when we become conscious about where or how something happened, the fear or the phobias disappear because there is no reason anymore. So. It was not pleasant, but at least uh, I found out the information. I cannot hear you. Oh, sorry, sorry. My, yeah. my bad, my bad. Um, so this is one of the things about going into past lives because there's, there's the part of you that just wants to know, just like, oh, tell me a story, tell me what I did. But then there's the part of it that's actually healing for you to know context of understanding perhaps some of your fears in this lifetime, like you were just saying, and how to heal that and not let it bleed into this particular timeline and this time of living, uh, which is so important. So um, you were, I, I just want to say to all of you out there, I had a um, digestion issue that had been plaguing me since basically going to Sedona in October with some of you guys. I was in Sedona. And ever since then, I'd have these like my digestion was never the same. And since <laughs> our session, Consuelo, I have been regular, no problem. Good, <laughs> it's, good. It's, and, and I have to say, I, I, I want to share with, um, I'm going to share with the audience some of the stuff that came up in our session because interestingly enough, Consuelo and I met on my first lifetime here on planet Earth as a human. And um, we'll kind of, we'll get into that in a little bit, but it's, it's a really cool story. Um, 
but yeah, like your, your healing, I can, I, I can vouch for you. Your healing definitely was instantaneous and it's lasted um, because we had our session a few weeks ago. So um, it's, it's been great. And so, okay. So when we go into this idea of past lives and karma, explain to the audience how it works to clear it and why it's still lingering and why clearing it is the simple act of clearing it can, can remedy a lot of things. Um, the simple act of clearing is about become first of all, conscious about it. So you start to remember, because I can tell you many people, they say to me, I feel so right what you say to me. So they is resonate inside of them. They know there's something I say most of the time is true. As it's not the best, sometimes it's very nice, but I'm looking for most of the traumatic event because again, I need to help them to letting go they are locking sometimes also people what they do they also create some contract as a soul so i make an example you don't know how many times i have beautiful clients people are very nice that because in other lifetime they did something wrong they both believe that they need to be punished in this lifetime so they sabotage themselves so they create some kind of contract with themselves and everybody belong to them. So the group soul decide as an act of love to punish them in this lifetime, to make sure that they will never have success or be sure that they will never have a right school or the right situation. So and it's an act of love. So when they finally come to me, a lot of times they come, to, I'm okay, my friends one time, my spirit called me the plane B. So I'm the one where, and they can go to somebody like me. I don't say the only one. Okay. But when the soul is so tired of the situation and realize this doesn't work anymore, I don't need this stuff anymore, and allow themselves to clear, I am the plan B. I am the one helping them to release this contract, to delete this contract forever. But because of them, not because of me. So I'm allowed to do it because the, the person arrived to the point like enough is enough. And what is interesting is sometimes people punish themselves for something that happened by accident. Like one time I this man or this woman was a doctor in another lifetime and all the villages where they have some kind of virus or something. So she tried to figure out something and she was so sure that she was doing something very good. She tried with her children, with his wife and she killed everybody because at the beginning everybody reacts so nice but after they died and so she felt so guilty that in this lifetime she wants to be a dumb person and I'm kidding she doesn't have memory she doesn't memorize numbers she has time to study so she's having a very simple job she's very plain mom and she cannot figure out why because she felt so like I can do more but I cannot so imagine and it was because she punished herself, nobody else. So sometimes we do this. And so it's interesting how we create it. And another thing that is interesting also, some people create some loop. Mm -hmm. And in particular, I notice with people with big ego. There are some soul, I'm sorry to say, but if they come back different lifetime to create the same and the same and the same again and again, situation where the ego is so high they have a lot of power and unfortunately a lot of time they attract the same people from the other lifetime so it's up to the other people around don't be caught in the same trap and so i found a lot of husband and wife being this kind of loop 
and sometimes when I clear the loop between the two, the wife normally decides to divorce, to separate, or to change, or, or maybe start to work and be more in her own, you know, way, in their path. Yeah. It's, it's very interesting how much these people repeat and repeat and repeat, and it seems that they don't want to learn. What, what surprised me, this kind of soul, they have an ego is so big, they don't want to learn. They don't want to change what they have. And so they are coming back many times, and I'm not sure. Really? Can I? So that's a little bit interesting to me. So you're saying that when people, so I, because I just, maybe this is, this is a total assumption on my part, (laughs) but I just made this assumption that when we're kind of planning our life, we're coming from a smarter place of, okay, now I'm going to learn this because I've already done that and I'm going to lay this out. But are you saying that there's still ego involved even in the planning? Because I believe that some soul, they do their best and the other side is so easy. But when I'm coming back here, they're coming back with the same situation or worse, because every time is worse, by the way. I notice that every time is worse and worse and worse. And, and maybe because if it's so bad, maybe you're finally going to, you know, break up this. And that finally, makes sense. You know, mm-hmm. and so but certain people, if they need to deal with ego, ego is very, you know, in a way, serve us to be a successful person. But when it's too much, it's hard for letting go because the ego is so it gives you so much power and control on other people. So makes sense. So it's something that some soul having our time for letting go and and learn as a compassion, as a you know humble people. It's very hard for them. Yeah. Well, that makes a lot of sense. So you can help kind of stop the looping effect that get people can get stuck in. If they want to do it, but mm-hmm. I can tell you some soul, they say, no, thank you. I'm not kidding. <laughs> some soul, no, I'm not kidding. Sometimes, you know, sometimes they say, no, thank you, because I need to go through a full experience until the end. And I have this man, he was an incredible singer. He was an incredible man, very famous in Europe. And, uh, and uh, he ended up to have Alzheimer and Parkinson and everything, you know, because he need to lose the control and need to depend on other. And so he ended up to learn probably from this part of it, you know, he become sick and maybe losing completely the ability to use his body, his mind, helping to lose the ego because he need to ask for help every second. So I hope, I lost it, you know, the track of him, but I hope that at the end he finally understood something. You see, this isn't why sometimes we become sick and nobody can help us because we need to go through this experience to deal with something that is deeper. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah, no, absolutely. That 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 helps clarify some things for me. I didn't understand. I didn't know or realize that some of us were gonna push the envelope till we really like. I would just assume that in maybe in this lifetime we may push it till the very end till we finally lose, learn our lesson. Um, but clearly, maybe we do it over multiple lives. So. Yeah. You know, you've had a quite a life, very, very colorful, very interesting. Um, you've also had near death. Have you had near death experiences? No, no, this, but I can tell you that uh, what I can say is uh, I I was saved different life, different time from my higher self or my inner voice, call whatever you prefer. Uh, I have at least three times where. Um, you know, I didn't go in places, I didn't go a trip with somebody else, and they have accident, and they told me, consider, thank God you didn't come, because you would be dead. Because, really, I have different situations. I can tell you one time, I was a, 
I become human resource because with this ability to read in people, for reading people and understand people, I start to do handwriting analysis and human resource. So I use the handwriting, but truly I can just have a picture of a person. So as a cover to tell people about managers or positions. So, and they told me, oh, you're so good in this. Yes, but of course it was not. And I say, what, what kind of signs show this? Oh, yeah, this is bad, but truly. I was going deeper but the handwriting analysis was telling me. So one time I was coming back from a consulting and it was night and the kind of fall, a little raining, and I was driving by myself like a freeway, just me, no traffic along, really. It was like, and I was going faster because no reason to stop. And I heard the voice say, move to the other side. Like, not, don't go to the, this, but move to the, the right. And I did immediately, but, and I thought, why? As soon as I did it, it was like a twilight zone. Like I saw a car was in the opposite direction, and I realized this car probably tried to go on the exit at the last minute and turn. And so it put in the opposite direction, but exactly in front of me. And thank God they moved because I passed in the car and I saw this person with the eyes like this, and like we passed each other. It's like, and I thought, oh my gosh. So it was like, okay. So from that time, every time I heard the voice say, take a coffee, stop for a coffee, or do, you know, take a moment more, don't worry about the street, you know, it was fine to me, every time. Yeah. So, and, uh, and I can tell you, if people learn how to listen to the inner voice or higher self, they will understand more, but we receive a signal, messages. Like, one time, I was... 17, 18, and I have this couple. They invited me to go to Naples. I'm from Milan, so Naples, free, with a lovely Mercedes. They have, you know, I was 17, 18, so they say, we have a friend, we have a big villa in front of a beach, beautiful, everything's free, come with us, we're going to spend the long weekend. I say, okay. But every time they talk to me, I saw this kind of foggy and gray energy around this situation, and I thought, I don't know, I understand why. So, Two days before, or a day before, they asked me, are you coming? I say, you know, no. I felt something was so wrong, but I cannot figure out what was wrong. So they left with a lovely Mercedes, big car. They called me a few hours after they left, and they say, thank God you didn't come with us. And say, why? We were into the tunnel in the freeway, in a long tunnel, so we have a car accident, like a 20 car involved, and we were in the middle, and the back of the car doesn't exist anymore. So you were sitting there, and you would be dead. So you see, sometimes it's just about listen, pay attention to your voice, because you know something's going to happen. Maybe you don't know exactly what, but mm -hmm. you know that something is not right. Make sense? Yeah, let's talk a little bit about this, because I think this might be helpful for people in understanding their own intuition, whether is it really my intuition, my higher self speaking, or is it just my own self doubt or what, what you know, and I think one of the things that you brought up with me earlier, when we were chatting, was how important it is to listen fully, even to the things we don't want to hear. Yes, I know. And and how and how important that is. And when I say that, I mean to the audience out there, there are, you know, many things that we may be told they're like, I don't really I don't know about that. I don't feel like hearing that right now, you know, that that's not what I want to hear, but truly being completely open and embracing all things would I think enhance our ability to be more intuitive. Yes. Can you speak to that? I always say you cannot be half pregnant, is my way to say, you follow <laughs> yeah. intuition or not, you cannot be twin, okay? Yeah. And so when you decide to follow, 
you go, okay? And I can tell you, I moved to the United States and it was one of my last country, I'm sorry to say, I'm vegetarian, I love architecture and fashion. I'm the Midwest, can you, can you please understand me? So it was not my place, but my spirit told me, we prepare you all your life to move to the United States. So I moved here, okay? Mm -hmm. And I studied French all my life, imagine. Okay, we don't go there right now, but <laughs> I will explain why. So I always explain to people, when intuition is when something arrives to you and you are not thinking about. Make an example. You're washing your dish, dishes and immediately you feel like, oh, something's wrong with my mom and she doesn't live with you. And, or a friend's face comes to your, your, your eyes and thinking, oh my gosh, I need to call my friends. Okay, this is intuition. Intuition is when you are not thinking about something and it comes to you can be a voice, a feeling, a sensation, an image. So this is something that you intuitively receive some information. You tap in in this grid of energy and you tap in something. One time, I remember one of my friends, she was doing really dishes maybe or something and she saw her friends in her eyes and she immediately called her. It was late, it was 10 p.m. She felt, oh my gosh, I'm gonna call her so late. But she felt that she needed to call her and my friend say, thank you for calling me. I will think about to kill myself right now. So imagine when this happened, like, okay, it validated that you know what something's going on, okay? Death and, seems to be very prominent, like extremes for you in like all, apparently a lot of lifetimes, but always like, you know, the extreme of it seems to be present. Yes, but because you pay attention and you yeah. accept mm -hmm. and you say, it's okay. I know I only ask for harmony and to feel safe and protect and it's it, you know, but I always say I'm okay to listen to hear what is important for me for my greatest good and it's it. So it's not intuition where you think about something and repeat it like your husband going to maybe he's going to have a trip and he's going to fly and you're afraid that something's going to happen to his fly and you're going to start to dream about it and you wake up in the morning and feel about oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this is just anxiety, this is not intuition. You see the difference. Intuition, when something happened to you a moment, and you think, like, oh, I didn't think about, oh, you know, is that the time when the phone rang and you think, I was thinking about you, and somebody called you. This is intuition. Or you go in the street and you think, oh, you saw somebody say, this morning you came in my mind. So this is your intuition. Mm -hmm. And you feel a difference because there is no anxiety in this. Make sense? Yeah. So when there is anxiety, is full of emotion. So intuition doesn't take you there. Intuition just shows you something very neutral. And it's up to you how much you want to take care or not. Make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. This yeah, is how explain the difference. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also just going back, it, it, you know, what I love about you, Consuelo, and any of you who book an appointment with her, I'm just going to warn you right now, don't start a conversation when she starts channeling and starts doing all her stuff. Cause she, she, <laughs> I started to try to have a conversation like, no, no, <laughs> yep. but I love how you say it, how it is. You don't try to mince words and, but you, I mean, you're not mean or anything at all, no. but I, I love that kind of Italian kind of just, no, there's no nonsense. This is just how it is. And if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. So what? <laughs> it's like, I love it. I and think it's more Asian, Italian, tell you the truth. I feel I have many lifetimes as an Asian woman because every time I go to a Korean place or Chinese place, I see this woman eat, eat, serve, do, and think, oh, I can see myself in these women every time. So, okay, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. And so, um, you know, I think it's important that 
we are open to hearing all of the things, even the things we don't want to hear. If we're really wanting to tune into that intuition as well as the voice that could be speaking to us, even if we don't understand it in the time. And of course, it's just the more we use it, the more we say yes to it, the yes. stronger it gets. I agree. Now, you've created your own session, like your yes. own healing. You do, you do a lot of stuff, but you've created one of one that's your own called Karmic Clearing, which is what you yes. and I did. Do you want to explain to the audience um, how you designed that and what was the inspiration? Yes. Um, I just want to just say one, one couple of things about before one lifetime because, again, I want to be sure that people understand. Sometimes you have a feeling. You don't know. You don't explain. You have no idea. And this is going to be very short. When I was in elementary school, every time we did a geography and I look at the map and I look at the Gobi Desert, I would always say, why is yellow? It need to be green. Why is yellow? It's not desert. So, and I cannot explain why this strong feeling inside of me. Finally, at the age of 30, I have this past life memory come to me. And I realized that in a Gobi Desert, by the way, the Gobi Desert is vitrified. The, the sand is not regular sand. It comes, and you can find this information. I found a mystery uh, pile.com this information so the surface are like uh, vitrified from atomic war ancient atomic war so they cannot figure out how can be possible the sand is vitrified so it's glass for high temperature okay they cannot only the atomic war you know, atomic bomb can do this effect and so I remember a lifetime when I was a scientist I was a female and I have met another guy that is from Rome but he was a with a colleague, and so we were doing an experiment, some of the atomic experiment, the atom, and the, the experiment went bad to the point that they blew away all the population, all the city, and it became a desert, okay? So I left my signature on the planet. Wow, I, so I thought, are you serious, oh. Consuelo? Yeah, I thought, oops, yeah, can you imagine? So. Is the reason why when you have this memory and realize that we were scientists and we have evolving civil, you know, civilization, and uh, but we don't know because the story that we know now is not the right story. We know this stuff, so we have layers and layers and layers of civilization and the other civilization. And so the Gobi Desert was a Florence, beautiful place where people very high technology and green garden and who knows, but it's okay. So, all right, go back to the karmic release. So, again, when I moved from Italy, they told me that this was my place to, to be. Uh, I, my English was very little, and this was the reason why I thought, I never study English so well, why? Something is wrong with my intuition. But I realized if I have no English, like I know French or Italian, I will do the same job that I was doing in Italy. I will be a manager for manager. I will never start to look around our field and I will never do what I'm doing today. So the fact that I didn't know the knowledge of the language, didn't have a knowledge of a language so much, it pushed me to go in a circle where people can listen to me because they feel me. So meditation, spiritual places, and it put me back to where I really belong, okay? And uh, little by little, I start to do this uh, karmic release. So I have a different certification, of course, that they help me. And uh, what is was interesting is I start to 
when I just start to touch people or not touching people, I start to see past life in them. I start to see the inner child. Sometimes I see a child like a two years old tell me stuff about, oh, my mom did this to me or my father. And sometimes it's just the perception for the child. So maybe the child sees the father, mom fighting and is afraid they're going to kill each other. They never did it, but the child has this perception. So I help the client to remember this moment and let it go the fear or realize your mom loved you just in a different way and you perceive something different because as a child you were jealous of your sister you know so sometimes I combine of the inner child because it's a memory of the soul uh, or other lifetime so this is pretty interesting the mix of information and sometimes the funny part is when I look in I, I go with multidimensional beings so I have Arturian I have a blue people I have any kind of really coming in my session because I'm always open to see and, uh, and perceive everything is of the highest good with high vibration. And so it's amazing. Sometimes half people, half animals, half angels, you know, they, they are combined sometimes. They're beautiful. And so it's so beautiful because you see how much we are connected with everybody. And multidimensional beings help us to remember our lifetime from other planets. And sometimes they become our spirit guides because the connection with them is so strong that they stay with us. The connection is still there. Make sense to you? So it's yeah. amazing how much we carry in something. And so, and okay, uh, let me tell you one thing that's happened to me and freaked me out a little the first time. So I do this transaction. I don't have any problem to do this transaction in person, as the same for me. So this time this woman asked to help her mom. Her mom is a woman of 70 and she's from Russia. And, uh, and I never met her, tell you the truth. So I, I'm recording my session and do the session and I'm close to finish the session. So I saw this beautiful light coming down, you know, like a big, you know, like a, a Star Trek, you know, this round light, white coming down. And I thought, oh, a beautiful light is coming for you washing your mom. You know, this was my, and regenerating her, this was my interpretation. As soon as I finished, I saw three ETs, the gray, with, a, with eyes, a little like this, you know, chin, very tall, three of them. And I thought, what is this? This was me, my reaction, because I didn't expect them. They didn't pay attention to me, very cold. They turned the, the, the back to me. And I started to walk with this woman. So I called my, my hire, you know, my hire guidance and say, okay, guys, help me to understand. They say, don't interfere, let them do it. I said, okay. So what they explained to me, what I was doing, I, I was finishing my session, but because I tapped in certain energy, she had some kind of program inside and they came to take away this program. They take away anything that she was carrying that they put so many years before and they were not very happy about it. So I asked them, you know, if they have, if this woman have implants or a life, she said, no, we put this implant when she was working in Russia in the office close to Gorbachev. So she was a secretary of some political people and so through her, they were controlling what was going on there. And so really? I was like, okay. Whoa. And they say, we come to take this, uh, this, uh, this stuff out of this lady because she had a session with you. 
So and vibration didn't go very well anymore. So we come we come here because this is part of a free will, whatever, and we take his implants out. But they feel pretty upset about it, not very happy about it, and so. Okay, so so those those ETs were not wanting to take the implant out, but because she was coming to you to finally get help for it, mm -hmm. they had to oblige. And it's funny, we didn't know about the implants. I was just working with high vibration, and with high vibration, create this reaction. So the implants probably didn't vibrate anymore with this high vibration. Oh, so so it, it kind of deactivated it a little bit, or thank you. Yeah, it's because I I was like I have no clue what I'm talking about because I have no idea. I know about implants, but I never felt in this way. And so I asked them if uh, they never took away this, it will happen something. They say no, no issues. Like when you put in a cow or you put a chip in an animal, so it's the same. The only issue will be the personality, maybe a little more controlling issue. But besides this, she will, she will be okay. She will survive nicely. So. Yeah. Wow. So okay. So that just that alone just kind of confirms this vi the 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 podcast I just did on Saturday, the special edition podcast on you know there's certain things that might be in the thing that's injecting into people's bodies right now, certain technology. Um, but I believe very much that if we focus on raising our own vibration and healing our own body and activating our DNA, that that stuff becomes inactive and it yes. can't really. Okay, so that that's great. That's another confirmation when it comes to that. And now, what well, last thing that I learned because this lady after I didn't know that I need to harmonize. Now when it's happened, I harmonize. Okay, after they do the job because they finished, they left. And I thought, okay, so this was me freaking out, closing the session, and you know, and try to figure out what happened. This lady, she had a pulmonary problem, so she went to the hospital for a week because of this happened to her. So now I start to harmonize because it's happened to another man again and he have some he have some pulmonary problem again and so this man so it seems that they they don't harmonize. They take away they're gonna survive, who cares? You know, sorry, but this is what I felt from them. So mm -hmm. it's important to harmonize after, okay? When you do this, whatever you do, please harmonize. Ask for harmonize whatever they did it. Okay? This is important. Otherwise okay. you're gonna survive, but Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So, okay. So I want to share with the audience a little bit that came up in um, my session with you um, because, oh, guys, it's so cool. I highly recommend you book a session. In fact, Consuelo, I got to book with you as soon as we get off because I know you're going to get an influx <laughs> of bookings. But um, so, you know, my first, okay, well, my first real life as a human only was in Mongolia, but you had said that I had been alive at during Atlantean times, but more of like um, collecting information, observer, hybrid, half ET, kind of human, but I wasn't fully immersed in the in the planet. I was just more of like taking notes kind of thing. <laughs> and that I decided that my first life on Earth would be as a Mongolian girl in a very, um, I guess, tribal setting mm -hmm. kind of yes, I remember yes and One remote place yeah yeah a very remote place because I wanted a really easy life to adjust to earth living which you know I don't blame myself after like you know what we're seeing now so what was interesting is while you were sharing like while you were telling me about my life you realize oh this is where you and I met and um you were an ET do you want to do you want to share with the audience uh yes. what and um, my first time that I visited the planet Earth, I was a um, kind of anthropologist or 
watching, observing people's civilization. And uh, I'm not sure why, but I used something small to, to fly and it crashed. It crashed in Mongolia. And so, and for a long time, I was not able to go back, you know, go back communicating back with my people. I'm not sure why it happened. And what I really like, the fact that I was tall, a female, very tall, and I was kind of wondering, humanoid kind of, so I didn't scare them, but I was wondering if the kind of reaction we will have. And they accept me, what surprised me, they accept me truly. They understood that I was somebody certain way powerful because I have some tools, of course, that they didn't have, and I help them. And they accept me fully and completely. I become part of a tribe in a certain way. And it was very nice. And, and it was good because I studied them and I was able to, to finish my job in a way that it was different from what I, I planned, of course. But, uh, and I met you. So you were one of a child from this tribe. Yeah, and you said that because it was my first life on Earth, it was easy to remember you as an ET, like I was able to connect with you easily because yes. I had just come from that. Yes, probably you and I, we made a, a deal before you were born to be mm -hmm. born where I was. So it would be easier for you to have somebody like me to train you a little more, to remember some of your lifetime, past, previous lifetime, and adjust more to this human life. And this was surprised me because I thought, okay, and you know, it's something that I didn't, didn't remember, but it came exactly during our session. It was pretty good. Pretty yeah, good. I know. Um, that's what I love is because you don't know what you're going to get. You don't know what you're going to see. And yeah. Um, yeah, so what else was really cool? Um, I mean, we we went into other like relationships that I asked about with family and stuff. And, I, and I'm, I'm just going to say, guys, she... It, I honestly felt like you had lived with me and my siblings our entire life for you to know them to that extent. Literally, you were saying things that I know would come out of their mouths. And so um, it was that blew me away. So I know your past life stuff is accurate because the accuracy that you had with my real life here now in this moment is unlike anything I've heard before. So what I loved was, um, I guess, towards the end, I had some beings come forward from another galaxy where I had past lives and they were blue beings and they um, were very tall. You said they kind of looked like the Avatar um, from the movie Avatar, but they were African kind of looking, but with blue skin and absolutely beautiful. And they had all of their hair was... Um, like mohawks, yeah. um, and but they didn't shave their head. Their hair didn't grow on the sides. It only grew down the middle. Yes, and I was surprised that's what female are the same. I thought, okay, female and male the same. Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah, and um, that was really interesting. And, and the reason why I'm kind of bringing this one up is because it really resonated with me in this particular lifetime because you said that in that lifetime I had both I had lived a couple of lives, one as a male and one as a female, one as a healer, one as a leader. And on this, in this particular planet and with this, in this tribe, everyone was so accepting and non-judgmental. Like you were able to express your soul fully to its own potential with no hindrances whatsoever. Everyone was just so welcoming and so supportive. And you said that that well one those guides are with me right now and they're watching over me and i can um i can communicate with them now um uh, but they were highly highly intelligent beings like they teleport easily um they use technology but way beyond how we use technology and i think you know 
I know a lot of people in the audience are going to resonate with this, but being really authentic and being able to show all sides of myself, even the really wounded, hurt sides, even when, you know, for all of you, I have my Raw and Real series where I've been very open about my healing journey around sexual trauma as a child and sharing that with you. And also there have been moments where I've been a little pissed off and I come on, do a video and say what's pissed me off. And I show you like, I'm not, I'm not digging this. And I'm, I feel so accepted on this channel for all of my my viewers are so good at that. And I feel that in this life, it's so hard to find people that really kind of allow you to express your full your your soul to its fullest level, um, which is understandable. I understand the programs and society and the matrix and all of that. But it also explains why I just don't understand why we can't be that expressive. Why is it so hard when I know deep down way back in my lineage on another planet and another galaxy this was just so easy and so done and it was something i'm so familiar with and um that's that actually really helped bring a lot of understanding for me and peace in um in that so i was really grateful for getting that information i'm telling you i have one client and i'm gonna start in two seconds because we need to do the activation and when i we did a past life one time and i see this i saw this lifetime where she was a a daughter of a baker in Germany and mom loved her, father loved her, like so much love. She was working with them in the shop. She was happy, only child. And she married this guy that he worked with her father and, and she was, and I thought, what is about? So I was telling her this life and I said, there is no trauma here. And she told me after the session that she need to hear this because her mom in this lifetime never loved her. She never feel love from her parents and feel that she was loving in our lifetime, give her so hope, uh. warm up her heart. So sometimes we need a, something, mm -hmm. sometimes the balance, okay? So we need to balance this, and you're right. Knowing from something else helps us to understand more of the present and accept more what we are dealing with right now. Yeah, and I also think it helps us pull that imprint further into this reality further. Yes. So, um, okay. So should we get into the wing yes. activation? Yes. So, okay. Um, okay. I know it sounds uh, strange, but uh, when I start to look at people, I see wings on people and I thought, what is this about? Okay. It can be a metaphor if you don't believe in, in this, but um, so, and I will explain why the information, the metaphor after we do the activation. Um, but uh, what I believe that all of us in a lifetime, we have something. We have a lifetime as angels, as a fairy, as a dragonfly, butterfly. So we have wings or different species from other plants. I'm sure that wings is something where we carry as an energy. In fact, one time they told me that it can be seen as a Merkaba, is a, is a tool of vehicle, of movement. So this is my, my feeling. And so today I'm going to share with you and uh, I'm going to do the activation and um, what also, yes, the activation I'm going to do very, very simple, very, very easy. I'm going to use the language of light when it comes to me and uh, nothing, nothing fancy, very, very simple. I love simple. Remember, my way is if it's simple, it's true. If it's complicated, it's the mind. So I love simple stuff. Okay. I agree. Mm -hmm. And uh, so in case you are driving and you're doing something, you cannot close your eyes, it is fine. We can do this without problem. Maybe you're going to repeat this with your closed eyes tonight so you can understand better which kind of wing you have. Because I'm going to ask everybody 
to look at the wings during the activation. So with closed eyes, it's easy to be focused, nothing else. And just because you're focused better with closed eyes, all right? Okay. Okay, so, so anyone who's listening to this in the car, do not do this while you're driving. <laughs> yeah, okay. just listen and go, it's okay. You're going to receive the activation, but when you go home tonight or tomorrow, close your eyes and just stay with this feeling and ask to see your wings, okay? And it's going to be fine. It's going to be possible, all right? Okay. All right. So I want to say, if you don't see, just stay with the feeling, the sensation you have. It's fine. The color doesn't matter. It's good for you. This is your way to listen and it's fine. Everybody's different, so don't judge yourself, let go. And the first impression is the perfect impression, okay? So don't judge, let go, listen, whatever comes to you. All right, so just relax and take a three deep breath. Breathe in, breathe out, very nice. Close your eyes, breathe in and breathe out. Let go, any tension. In the meantime, I'm calling my higher self and your higher self, any enlightened beings, spirits, guides, Arturians, Lyrians, Pleiadans, Athor, and any star beings that belong to all of us to be present today and facilitate this activation. Feel the energy coming to you from the universe and touch your head and go down, down, down to your heart. And feeling the energy expanding your heart like a giant sun. Beautiful. Expand inside your heart. You're doing very, very well. Now it goes on your back, on your shoulders. Feel your shoulder warm, awakening. The awakening energy is coming to your shoulder. Feel the warm shoulder, the warm energy in your shoulder. Repeat with me. Inside of you, I allow myself to know my true path, to remember who I am. I allow myself to remember my powers and integrate them into my life right now. I allow the activation of my wings so I can embrace who I am with harmony and love. Feel your wings, see your wings, how they are, the shapes. Remember, the wings are an extension of your body. The shapes, the color, what kind of wings are they? And again, the first thing that comes to you is the perfect things. What kind of type of wings they are? Angels, birds, fairies, dragonfly, butterfly. Feel it. Stay in your perception. Try to move them. 
And if it's better, just move your shoulder a little and feel your wings moving with your shoulders with great harmony and beauty. These are your wings. Do you feel that you can move them? Or you feel that they are trapped? In case they are trapped, ask your spirit guide to help you to dissolve a lock and lock them. It's time you unlock them. And if I know the similar shape, one is smaller, one is bigger, ask your beings to make them the right shape, the right size, both of them, to give us some harmony. Now you are unlock your wings so you can fly to your path with harmony and your pace for your greatest good. And so it is, and so it is, and so it is. Hanakana se nakada a se ikada a se ikada ha. She 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 she. Take a deep breath and open your eyes. Welcome back. Ooh, wow. Um, to all of you guys in the live chat, start dropping who your what your wings were. I want to know. I want to know color, what kind of wings they were. Um, I'll start reading them off to Consuelo. Okay. For myself, I um, I saw black wings, big, big, big black wings. But they were, but the bird, the bird was like eagle. Like I, that's the the wing I got eagle. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, oh. and and I was like loving to flex my wings when I when I felt them. I was like, oh yeah, they were getting big and they were coming around me and they were going back and uh, I was like flexing my muscle, flexing my my wings. <laughs> Good. Yeah, and you're gonna see more you pay attention to them, you're gonna see how bigger they be. You know, like mm -hmm. so they're like wow, like oh my gosh, sometimes it is really it's amazing. And um. uh, so I can tell you uh, based on the color and based on sometimes I see a broken wings mm -hmm. and sometimes is a it is is it left or right. So if it's the left it means intuition so it means that you are afraid to use your intuition maybe you are pulled down you know in sometimes on your lifetime you know and so you don't feel the power of intuition sometimes it's right so it means that you are afraid to move forward it's afraid to put in reality something that you want to do sometimes a trap really are really trapped sometimes I need to take tie down like they are tied down like I need to unwrap her, so it's funny. Sometimes very small. And as if adult people, they have small wings, they're afraid to use their own power. They are afraid to see their path. So more you open your wings, the more you realize, okay, I want to be more conscious about myself and my power. You're gonna start to feel that you can fly on your path. So, and the shape, the size, the color give you some indication about what kind of connection you have. Fairy wings sometimes for people they have they love magic, but also they love lightness, they love joy and lightness. Angel wings is people that sometimes because they were before, 
many times I see angel wings and, they, and they told me, oh, they are angels before, they are angels before, they previous life, so they love mm. to carry these angels wings. Sometimes very puffy, sometimes they're very small, so as of this tell you more. Butterfly wings are beautiful, so it's more connected with the nature and the color, and people, they want to have a, maybe variety in their life, on the path, so a joy. So again, there is not a wrong wings. Everybody, every wings carries something special and unique. Make sense? Yeah. Let me um, let me just read off to everyone's dropping all their their wings here. Um, let me see here. Uh, wise mama bear, my wings are freaking gorgeous. <laughs> uh, Ryan, energy tendrils, long like long ribbons of light. Um, PCG Terry, white big uh, big white swan wings. Oh, up three, you had black eagle wings too. Um, Magrid birdsong had butterfly, multicolored. Um, dragonfly, blue, silver, shimmer. Someone had oh. yellow, lacy wings, pointed, dark blue, but then they shrunk and were gone at the end. Bummer. Oh, <laughs> um, let me see. Dragonfly wings, angel wings sparkled with pink and purple. Yeah, like, oh my gosh, you guys, these are amazing. I love it. So Thanks. what's really cool is, um, speaking of wings, you had mentioned in one of my session, in my session that I ha was a fairy in, in one of my past lives. And... Do you know, I don't know if it was later that day or the next day, I, with my own eyes, saw a fairy in my bedroom. Oh, I remember she, you told me. Yeah. She, I was on my computer, you know, sitting in bed and all of a sudden out of my right eye, I saw and I looked and I saw her fly up my pillows, up the headboard. And I was like, and she was gone. Like she was so, she was so fast, but I saw the little body and I saw the wings and uh, I was like, that's the first time I've actually, with my physical eyes, been able to see. <laughs> Beautiful. But you know, one time, because I work as with autistic children, and this, this young boy was eight, and he came to my house, and when I saw, he was walking very weird, you know, it cannot walk straight. So and as soon as we opened the session, I saw one wing finally pop up, like a little wing, very little, like one. I was like, oh my gosh. And the second was not. I'm like, okay, we work on him all session. And finally, the second pops up. Any shoulder aligned. I didn't realize after I started to walk, that it was working straight and the shoulder aligned. Like, oh my gosh, my friends noticed. She took him, you know, she was a client of a client, so she referred me. So she came with a mom of this child and she said, Consuelo, look, his, his shoulders are regular now. Like, and I was so shocked because I just balanced the wings, the energetic wing, the teric wings. So like, amazing. Yeah. So, is the reason why we have, and I have people tell me that they pops out after my session. They feel that they pops out. They feel that the back is better. So, and truly, it's something that we don't, because, no, it's it. We yeah. become more conscious about it. So, I just want to tell you, I published also a couple of books in case people want to know more. Please, you can find please. on Amazon. Well, mm -hmm. one is about uh, Ascended Master, so I painted them. I asked them to show up. The first year I was here with my lovely little English. I said, okay, guys, you put me in this condition. Now you need to show yourself because I have no friends. So they start to show every day, kind of, and I was painting them, and they're giving messages. And so one time I say, you know, guys, because I'm fast, I can do more with one master every day. Yeah. I stay in bed with a fever for a week after I did a more than one master every day. So like, okay, you want to do it? 
Yes, let you do it. Now see what's happened. So it's the reason why you learn. I'm still learning a lot, okay? So, and uh, the other book is about case study about autistic children and with ADD, a different kind of situation. So they're different books. One is about more, give you some message in the morning when you woke up, you open up a book and the picture are very full of energy because somebody measured the energy from the picture and they told me that it was pretty, pretty cool to find a book with so many high vibration in every picture. So is I, I don't know. I, I don't have a time now, but these are my paintings. So yeah, I was going to ask imagine. you if those are your paintings. So, so I do different things. I love energy. Um, so I don't want to take a time for people if you have any questions. Yeah, let's do that really quickly. Um, do any of you guys have any questions? You know the deal, right? Quest, the word question in cap locks and then what your question is. That the, the question itself doesn't need to be in cap locks, but just the word question so I can find it really quickly. If you have any questions for Consuelo, um, that I, we can ask her before she leaves. And um, if you want to book a session with her, I've left the links in the description below the video as well for those of you listening later on Spotify, iTunes, it's in the show notes. Um, so please, and thank you Cormac for dropping her link in the live chat there if you want to book a session. Thank you. Um, but yes, if you guys have any questions, please drop them in the live chat and we'll and try to get a couple in there. And uh, let me say, whatever I say is what I feel, I experience. So maybe there are other people have it. So it's not a rule. It's not a, a must. It's just my experience, my way to feel and to see things. Okay. I want to mm -hmm. be sure because sometimes people have a different experience and I welcome them. So I don't say that it's not something is wrong. It's just different. We have a different experience and it's it. And yep. so I just say what I see and what I feel and experience. Okay. Okay. So... Here's a question for you. This is a great question from Lana. How, calm is it, how common is it for future lifetimes to come up? Past lives typically have trauma because our consciousness is less evolved. So what can we learn from a future life's consciousness? Um, future, I believe that uh, they can come and that they can show us more what we learned. So it's like, uh, to me, the future seems like more the result of what we learn in this lifetime. So the few time, because it's true, Dolores Cannons always say everything's happening right now. So present, past, future, parallel life happen right now. So we can go to the future. It's just about thinking about it. And I'm feeling that a lot of time the future show us the result of what we learn in this lifetime. So most of the time we are a better place. We are a situation where we learn something. We are doing better most of the time, I say, because of course some people, like I say, they don't want to learn. So mm -hmm. good luck. But mm -hmm. if we are in the path of learning, and so we can we can go there. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. I find like future lifetimes or future even self can help us understand what we need to do now to mm -hmm. materialize yeah. that future. Yeah, so, because you see the gap. You 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 fill the gap between. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, okay, another question. Do you have any advice on communicating with animals? I do. Sometimes it happens also when I don't ask for. It's, I have a funny situation, but I don't have a time to, to talk. But yes, animals are very open to be listened. And uh, to me, it's just about more you connect with your intuition, more they can connect with you. And I find it easier to connect with animals that don't belong to me. Uh, because there is not emotion involved. 
And so when they're my animals, they look at me like, oof, like a, like a chiller, oh, mommy, oof, you know. So I can tell you they don't want to communicate too much because there are some emotion involved. They are jealous to each other, from each other. So there's a lot that's going on. But other, I notice when you talk to animals that are outside from your friends or other people, they can talk to you easily because they're not emotional. So they are open to tell you what is going on between them and the, the owner, okay? or with the other animals. Make sense? So um, it's try with somebody that is you don't know because and everything comes to you. What I notice, they show images to me a lot of time. The way they com animals communicate, and I do the same with the children, telepathically, I send images to the children, to the future self, in particular to autistic children or children with some difficulty about self-esteem. I show themselves a cool guy working with girls, and, you know, working straight, looking in the eyes, and they change because it's how they communicate. So with animals, do the same. Use pictures and listen for pictures. Everything comes to you is a way they can communicate easily. Yeah, I've heard that as well. Using pictures to communicate with animals is best. Mm -hmm. um, okay, Gemma, please explain the rapid transformation se session. And she says, thank you for the activation. Uh, the RTT is uh, belong to Marisa Pear, so I didn't create it. I use it for people that have uh, want to change their life and habits and they maybe want to be better, self-esteem or some habits that they have, addiction. So I help people that want to maybe have a, be better with their body because they're eating too much, maybe nervous eating. So I do in different way. It's nice because we, under hypnosis you go in this present lifetime looking for the root cause or why you are not empowering yourself or why you are eating too much or why you are smoking too much or whatever it is and uh, and i give you after this and we see different life different moments sorry and uh, after this i i give you a recording where you're gonna praise yourself positive information inf inf sorry positive reinforcing words where i say something positive to you you're gonna learn to speak like me <laughs> Sorry, uh, but uh, it's really about every day tell yourself something positive and change your mind. It's about changing the the belief system from the mm -hmm. old to the new and switch. Okay, beautiful. That's great. Um, okay, Suderbug is asking: Do sessions help with activating your intuitive gifts, and do multiple sessions add to the help? Uh, yes, for sure. Yes, I saw, I have a client, they, they blow me away. They become healer, they become incredible, powerful people. And sometimes I'm surprised in a very few sessions. I don't, I'm not the kind that always going to push you to have a session because I don't like dependency. I want people very free. <laughs> I want to empower people. So, but I really see certain people uh, having incredible results because they open more. It's like a free way. When they start to work with me, everything becomes easier and clearer mm -hmm. um, because they are willing to do it. So it's just about this. It's not my session. My help, my session help facilitated, but they are ready to go for. Yeah, that's great. Um, okay, another question. Um, living a good part of your life in Milan, were you ever in contact with the energies of the black nobility? Uh, not too much, but uh, in certain way, I was in touch with uh, certain people. Yes, famous people. But uh, I, I, I'm, I like to be 
friendly. So I'm not snobbish. I did my best to be not so much snob. So I try to avoid them, tell you the truth. So I was exposed different time, but I never really enjoyed too much. Besides being some places, but like a beach, villas, a place uh, eating good food, okay. But besides this moment, I, like I say, they're a little too superficial or whatever, you know. So, and I don't want to be generic. I don't like to stereotype, but it's easy to be in this way, you know. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. Um, Mary is asking, I have tried past life regressions, but I have never have had, ex she's never been able to experience other lives. Do you have any suggestions? Um, we, we need to talk because I have no idea what is going on with you. For sure, there's something that locks you. Maybe you're afraid or maybe you're judging yourself because for sure everybody has access. So uh, sooner or later, in fact, I do the Dolores Cannon method. I do in front of 50, 60 people sometimes and maybe one or two they don't see it, but everybody is led by me and see one lifetime. So it means that everything is accessible to us. It's just about how much you allow yourself to, to see. Sometimes we are afraid to see. I'm, so we need to talk. If you mm -hmm. want to know more, we need to talk because there is probably a reason why. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You won't regret it, Mary, if you book a session. Um, okay, Carlos, one last question here. He briefly saw his wings, but then they disappeared immediately. What does that mean? Means that you think too much, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying, and it's okay. Uh, it's happened, or maybe you think, "Oh my gosh!" You know, you freak out, like you see the fairy. Like, oh my gosh, I see the fairy. The moment you realize it's the fairy, they disappear. So it's like yeah. sometimes you are so surprised. So they're gonna be back to you. Don't worry, they're gonna be back to you. You saw it, so remember that what they are, and they're gonna come back to you. But because we freak out, or we have this mindset, "Oh no, you cannot see this." So there are different reasons, but. I'm sure that you have it and they're going to get back to you. Yeah. And yeah. it'd be nice to do some exercise, try to use them. Yeah, exactly. Flex those wings. <laughs> Even if you, can, you can't see them, feel them. Um, well, that's been great. Thank you so much, Consuelo, for coming My on pleasure. the show. This was so fun. The audience loved you and uh, the wing activation. Uh, you, I've got all of your links down below and your Facebook, your Instagram. Uh, please follow her there. And Consuelo, would you like to leave the audience with a final message or anything else that you would like to say and share? Like I said, uh, believe in yourself and empower yourself is the best way. You raise up your vibration. You, we're going to go through this moment, but I know it's not easy but uh, we can do it. I believe that all of us, we choose to be here for a reason. They told me many times last year, they say, this is the most important time of your lifetime, they told me. And you asked to be here right now. So remember, you are in the perfect place, in the perfect time. So wherever you are, you are exactly where you need to be. Perfect. And isn't that comforting, everyone? And I do believe we are in one of those lifetimes that's going to be like, plastered on a plaque somewhere. <laughs> I agree. Uh, okay, well, thank you so much, Consuelo. Thank you to the audience for being here once again. I love you so much. Thank you for joining me this evening. And thank I will be back you. with you guys next week. Thanks for listening and being such a supportive audience. All video episodes can now be found on my personal YouTube channel, Nicole Frolic. If you would like to further support the show, you can visit my merchandise shop or send any donations to the PayPal link in the description below. Remember, a mind is like a parachute. Unless it's open, it's useless. So keep joining me each week as I continue to expand the mind and explore life beyond this reality.